it's damn like it. it's a card you can pull like yeah. pa. Nah, yeah. Are you respecting the crown first right now? <laughs> or or not? Nah? Oh draw four ass. Cheers to the Cheers to the crown. Welcome yeah. to Crown Jewels. Like I guess that's the official name now. Yeah. Welcome, welcome. So we are going to be talking about our crown principles today. They are a set of guidelines. Yeah, guidelines, guiding principles, almost like yeah. I always describe it as like something you can hold on to whenever the times get hard and kind of ground you to the original intent. Yes. Of like our relationship, yeah. I like that. Okay, so we're going to talk about those today. We're going to go through our list. So we have 10 principles. Yeah. We obviously haven't numbered them. No, we've not. <laughs> and we're going to talk about our principles. And mm-hmm. then we are going to talk about, we have an unwritten principle. Right. Nominated. Right. There is a principle that's nominated for being an unwritten principle, I should say. Yeah. So we already have an unwritten principle, too. That's the thing, too. So we have our 10 core principles, and then there's already, like, one unwritten yes. principle. So we got up this morning, and we got to chatting and discussing about philosophical things, and then, like, the nomination of this new unwritten principle came about. And so we figured we put it on trial. Absolutely. We're going to put it on trial. So that'll be at the end of this. But Mm -hmm. first, we're going to like set the foundation and talk about how we came up with our 10 crown principles. (laughs) We came up with them super early. Should we say them first? You want to list them first? Oh, I like that. Okay. I'll say them. Uh, Be present. Be honest. Always be growing. Love unconditionally. Lead with compassion, actively communicate, respect the crown first, that's us, trust and be trustworthy, keep your sense of humor, and remember, we're on the same team. Yes. (laughs) All right. So let's do this. Maybe we don't do them in order quite Mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. I would be interested to know if you have one. Which is your favorite principle? Oh, man. Like, what's your number one principle? I think we're on the same team is the one that I uh, remember. We're on the same team is the one that I try and keep in the forefront of my mind. Like, especially in times when we're, like, having conflict, like, we're trying to get to the same goal at the end of the day. And trying to remember that, it'll it'll keep me grounded and less defensive. Yeah. Yeah. And that's important. So I was actually listening to... Brene Brown, what's it called? Dare to lead. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that there are like four killers of relationships. Mm-hmm. I may not remember all of them, but one is defensiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's critic criticism, resentment, and contentedness. Nice. Right? Good memory. So thank you. And so I think remember we're on the same team speaks to like defensiveness mm-hmm. and understanding mm-hmm. if you're not feeling the personal offense then you don't have to be defensive. Nice. What's your favorite principle? Okay, let me look. I feel like my favorite... Just so you guys know, the crown principles are written (laughs) on handmade paper uh, 
with a what is it calligrapher some of it's handwritten yes. or is it all handwritten the crown principles like uh, the title is handwritten the title's handwritten and the rest is typeface yeah and it's on handmade paper all the way from like new zealand and it's got gold leaf around the <laughs> side and a special little crown we'll take a picture and show you yes we'll we had it we had it made for the wedding we used to just have them listed on our fridge so yes so this is nice like upgrade. super official y'all there's nothing to play with I think respect the crown first. So, and I feel like that's the most obvious one, but I feel like that's my favorite. Um, just because it keeps things in perspective. There's so much to distract you out there. Mm -hmm. You can get pulled in so many directions and you can always come back to the principle of like, the crown is home, right? Mm -hmm. Like it's the union, it's the entity of us. And you can just always keep in mind that you got to bring everything back but, there. Yeah. That's the anchor. Right, right. And just yeah. keeping that in the forefront of your mind when you're going through your daily life will help you avoid yeah. a, a lot of headache yeah. and a lot of compromising situations. Like, yeah, you just keep that in mind. feel like, man, you save a lot of heartache and drama on mm -hmm. the front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know that you can come home and say that you protected home yep. today. You contributed to home today. You know what I mean? Yep. That, just that security. And if you're doing that, you're on the right track. Yeah, I fully agree. Okay, I'm trying to remember this. What was our first principle? Because we've rearranged we rearranged these. Oh, man. So we came up with them how long in? Like a month or two in? Maybe. Yeah, it was really soon. Yeah, but they started organically. Yep. Like it, we were doing our balcony sessions. We would sit on the balcony and we would like philosophize like we did this mm -hmm. morning. We would talk about building the foundation. Foundation, And we wanted our foundation to be really, really strong. And yeah. then we were like, we should actually list that out and be really intentional about those things. Mm -hmm. So, man, I feel like... So for me, maybe it's love unconditionally that I was thinking because I know like that's one of my that was one of my main ones that I was like, yeah, well, love yes. unconditionally for sure. But I don't know if it was the very first one. That's true, though. That's one of the first things you emphasized. I thought that either actively communicate. Mm. I think actively communicate may have been the first one because we were going through like yeah. a conflict in communication. Yep. So I am on one extreme. I am an over communicator. Mm -hmm. I can be an oversharer. <laughs> I can be like very pushy with my communication. Like talk to me right now and talk all the way through right. and until it's done. Right. And you're like the opposite. The opposite. I'm like, yeah, it's cool. Right, but it's not cool. <laughs> and, and then I just process everything on the inside of my brain by myself, and I make up my stories about what might yes. be happening. Getting better with that, though. Yeah, I, you know what it took for you to like break down the importance of not making up the stories in your head and like actively getting getting it out, and like just the importance of the clarity. Yeah. 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 Even just being able to say like, okay, this is what I'm experiencing mm. right now. Even if it's not the thing that the other person wants to hear, especially when it's not the thing especially they want to hear. Yeah. And that was the, my main time that I would like to not uh, communicate, not actively communicate. Yeah. Because so. you are the world's nicest man. Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and you just don't like creating waves, you know? Well, I think it's a common trait uh, amongst people in the world. But, yeah, I don't want to if I don't have to. So be present. 
Be present. Okay. Um, how important is be present for you? A super present. Super important. Because you hate autopilot. I hate autopilot. So this is one of the issues that came up early on, too. Like, I have an aversion to not thinking through, not being thoughtful about the things you're doing, like the way you're moving in life. And so we had to kind of have a conversation because for Stefan, part of his idea of happiness in a relationship involves like the comfort of just being able to be on autopilot mm-hmm. and not have to think through everything right? right right yeah and then for me it's the exact opposite it's like if you love me and you love this relationship and you're passionate about it you should be thoughtful mm-hmm. you should you know be actively in the space in the moment mm-hmm. not distracted all of the time but I think we reached a good compromise. I was just going to say that, babe. I was going to say, I think we found a really good balance there. Yeah. Really, really good balance of that comfort and regularity that, that I need and that intentionality and the stimulation that you need. It, we have a good, good thing there. Good thing. <laughs> yeah. The next one is be honest. And that's pretty self-explanatory, right? Like, just tell the truth. And you know what? Not just tell the truth. Be honest with yourself. And by being honest with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Be honest is like, the, okay, back to Brene Brown. Because obviously I listened to her a lot last week. But that's the, you actually told me about this. Being clear is kind. It's kind. Clear is kind. Yeah. yeah that's, woof. Yeah, that was deep. That's real. And yeah. I feel like um, we can get... We can get caught up in the illusion that we're like helping other people, you know, we're protecting them by not telling them the full truth, but it's mm-hmm. really ourselves that we're, that we're protecting. protecting. Yeah. And I think when you let that go- illusion go that you're just being nice by not telling the truth, mm-hmm. you can really get to like that really, it's uncomfortable, it's uncomfortable but yeah. it's more kind, it's more pure to be able to be honest. Yeah. And all the best things are on the other side of discomfort. So, yeah. I like, what who is. says that? I say that. That's you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I got it from. It's probably like a Tony <laughs> Robbins quote or something, but... I like that it's one. It's truth. It's facts. Yeah. This next one, you came up with, I believe. This one is lead with compassion. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I, like, always have the urge. Like, I just want to be understood. If I did something wrong, to me, my integrity and my honesty mm-hmm. and, like, all of that is super important to me. And it's really important for, like, you to know that if I've done something to make you feel a certain way, that my intentions were good. So when we come into the situation where I'm confronted about it, like, lead with compassion because just know, like, I wasn't. I didn't lead with malice whenever I did the thing that I did. Yeah, that's one of our big things. And I still struggle with that. I still struggle with like understanding like the reason why his response to me (laughs) saying I feel this way is I didn't do that on purpose is because he's really needing that compassionate voice. He's needing understanding. So, yeah. New thing, sidebar. Uh, the book book I was telling you about, The Four Agreements, mm-hmm. uh, was a section. In it, and one of the agreements was seek to understand first and then be understood. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and apply that in those situations. Yeah. So there's space for me to get what I need. But maybe seek to understand first. 
and try and get that. Let there be space for whatever that that issue is up front and whatever you have going on. Let's understand that. And then I can be understood. And then it won't be taken. It won't be taken as you're not hearing me and what or you're not acknowledging what I'm going through. Like, Mm -hmm. let's acknowledge it. Understand that first and then give space to be understood. So that's a new thing that yeah. I'm working on. And you're doing really good at it. You're doing really good at it. Thank I you. see you when you're like willing yourself to like <laughs> <laughs> pay attention. Don't be distracted. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, what's the next one? Uh trust and be trustworthy. This okay, here's the thing about this one. We haven't had trust issues in this relationship. No, no, no. But I think it definitely stemmed from past relationships and yes. just let's just put that out there. I yes. I feel like that's how it came. Like yes. trust and be trust you actually proposed that one and I remember you saying it and I was like too easy. <laughs> That's Too true. easy. And, and it holds both sides accountable, which is, is what I love. Yeah, I love that. And and the thing with me, like I was really guarded when mm-hmm. we first met. I was super open, but I was open in a guarded way. And I realized that I was like being moved by past traumas in my relationships. And it just had, we just had to come to the conclusion of like, look, you'd make sure you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Assume that I'm doing the right thing. And let's mm-hmm. just see what this looks like. Yeah. 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 Took it us a long out. way. Yeah. Ooh, I think this is a good one for you. Keep your sense of humor. Yeah. Always keep your sense of humor, man. <laughs> Cause you're the funny one. <laughs> And you're the goofy one. <laughs> but I think that, uh, I think just not always taking everything so seriously all the time is yeah. really important. And keeping your sense of humor is a big part of being present. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, these, we're, li- man, we're living a really good life. And, and man, we could let a lot of the heavier things take us down through there. But just being able to, to always be a little lighthearted about yeah. it, I think. It brings a different energy. I agree. And the thing that I love about being one half of us is we laugh all, all the time. The time. <laughs> like, hard. The, hard. <laughs> like, belly hurting laughs. And that type of fun and enjoyment, like, that is essential, I think. Because we have to have fun with each other. We Word. have to, like, enjoy this together, like you said. Yeah. Okay. And we already did um, remember we're on the same team. That's actually all 10 of them. All 10. Nice. Um, Okay. Those are the crown principles. (laughs) And that's like loosely what the podcast is based off of, right? So those are the crown jewels. Those are the things that we hold on to, the principles that guide us through. That's a good point. Before we get into the new proposed unwritten principle. Yes. What is the first unwritten principle. Okay. I'm so glad you asked because when you said there was one unwritten already, I wondered if we were thinking about the same thing. We gotta be thinking about the same thing. Okay. Never buy the tickets in advance. (laughs) (laughs) Was that it? Yes. I knew it. (laughs) It's never buy or it's I like never buy tickets in advance, right? But it, it like the second part of that is always leave room to opt out. Oh, that's true. And the reason <laughs> it's not a written principle because no, there ain't no opt out in this marriage yes. at all. It ain't no right. But just don't buy the tickets in advance. <laughs> that way, we can always opt out 
and not take a financial loss because we don't feel like yes. going to the movie or going to the show. Because that's the background is that we, there was so many things. And I'm these things were not all cheap no. where we would put our money down and mm. we would look at each other when it was time to get ready to go and be like, Man. so uh, you really trying to go to this? Or, <laughs> or uh, so yeah, yeah. Um, a bunch of wasted money later, we were like, <laughs> new unwritten principle. Yeah. New principle. Okay, is there a second one? You made it sound like we had a second no, unwritten. Okay. Because if this new proposed right. unwritten principle comes to play, then it will be the second yes. unwritten principle. Okay. So I feel like I have to introduce the conversation. We were having a okay. conversation about how we deal with people differently in business than we do in personal life when it comes to like our relationships. So someone can do something that's a little off, that throws you off in business, but you can still maintain the business relationship. Whereas mm-hmm. if they did it in their personal life, the friendship would be done. Over, you would cut take off. That, yeah. It's right. business is like a whole, it's yes. a whole saying. Like you, exactly. you allow people to do things that you normally wouldn't allow them to do because it's just business. Right. It's just business. You understand that whatever they're doing, they're doing it based on what they think is the best thing for them. They're aiming for their career goal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they happen to make a choice that you don't like, but it's like, it's business. It's business. So my thought was, well, why aren't we able to apply that in our personal lives? Mm-hmm. Personally, everyone is doing what they think is the right thing to do to get the ultimate happiness mm-hmm. for themselves. Mm-hmm. And what would happen if we created a lexicon where there nothing is personal everything is just personally motivated yeah but nothing is against you yeah never take it so mm-hmm. take nothing personally well no that's we said that's, we didn't want to do the negative but the next one is still negative but we said nothing is personal nothing is personal so to me saying nothing is not negative right because okay. that like represents an actual thing so okay. all right and then that led into the second part so if nothing, it can't be nothing is personal, right? Because there oh, are some things right. that are personal. But what we're saying is mm-hmm. when somebody does something you don't like, we all typically make up a story as to why they did it, whether it's true right. or not. And we're at the center of it. something else. And we're usually at the center of yeah. it. And that story is usually they they are intentionally trying to do this thing to me and it hurt me in this way so it's mm-hmm. now it's like don't take it personal know that yes acknowledge yeah. what happened acknowledge the fuck shit you got to acknowledge the fuck shit <laughs> yes but and if you need to uh, confront them with the fuck shit and let them know that about the fuck shit that's fine too okay. but i think for your own personal benefit you do not take their fuck shit personal because you're holding on to their fuck shit now it's not even your yeah. shit it yes. was their shit. You're now wearing it like it's yours and it feels horrible. Mm-hmm. There's nothing good that comes out of holding that. Never. There is. So I think that there's like an argument that somebody could make that, well, at least when you feel that, you know, not to trust the person anymore mm-hmm. not to give them that leeway. 
But I feel like there's a way to reasonably say I should probably trust this person less Mm -hmm. without holding it, without Mm -hmm. holding it personally. Yeah. Holding that resentment. That resentment. Because that eats at you. Yeah. So I think it's always good to have a net negative in resentment. Mm -hmm. And the way you do that is take nothing personally. That's how you said it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here are the challenges of that, though. Like, is that realistic? (laughs) Is it? Can you realistically make a shift now in our 30s? Because we talked about the idea of like, okay, if we had a kid Mm -hmm. and we just set up our household to Mm -hmm. where everything is framed from this person exhibited this behavior and they did it for their own motivations versus like this person did that to, to me. To me, to hurt you. Right. Yeah. You could do it for a child for sure, but do you think we can How realistically make the shift? Well, so I think anything's possible, right? But I knew though for us, man, it's that'll be work. Mm-hmm. And and it'll take a long time to do. And then I just said this yesterday. One of the the only ways to ever reach perfection is to always change and always adapt and always be adjusted, making incremental adjustments to mm-hmm. kind of reach what's optimal. Yeah. So with that being said, I think it is possible to do. I definitely do think it's possible to do, especially when you have a partner, somebody to keep you accountable yeah. in those situations when you're not doing it, which is going to happen more than you actually do do it but right that's exactly how it's gonna start it's just gonna be one of us just like brainlessly venting and the other person being like i hear you but can we reframe it Mm -hmm. in this way and probably even navigating like still acknowledging the acknowledging the bit yeah i think that's gonna be uh super important yeah, because you still your shit. your emotions are still legitimate. Yep. Even if you're not taking it personally, it is okay for you to have an emotional response to something that you have experienced. Mm-hmm. It's really just I said earlier. It's just like putting the feeling into a different thought process. Mm-hmm. Not I like that. not you know dismissing the feeling, but just reframing mm-hmm. the feeling. So I want to try it, but Shit. is it an unwritten principle if we're not in a place where we know that we can fully adopt it? Oh, man. So di- we didn't come up with a reason why not to adopt it, right? Like, we just kind of talked through all the ways that that would be beneficial for, like, your own good. Yeah. And I don't really see, like, as long as you are acknowledging the shit mm-hmm. and completing the emotion, then reframing the thought process behind it, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And not taking, because it's called, if if we're taking it personally, what is it? We're taking somebody else's shit personal. So I don't see any downside to not taking somebody else's shit. Well, I wasn't saying that we shouldn't. I was saying, could we? Like, at what point do we say we have adopted this versus like, Mm, we are trying to adopt it? Like, is it a principle once we Mm. have adopted it? Or do we set it just as a goal? No, I think it's a principle. I think it becomes a principle first because it is a thing to hold on to. It's a thing to look towards whenever we get into those situations. And I do vote for it to become the new unwritten principle. I think I love this. I actually really, really love this for both of us, especially when I want to slap the shit out of a real estate agent. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it's just taking the time to not take it personal. 
doing? And like, I'm going to need you. And it'll be, it's easier to do when you have an accountability partner. That's the good thing about doing these things. Cause there's been mad times when you've been like, nigga, you are not actively communicating (laughs) right now. Yes. And, and I'd be, be like, like oh, we're on the we same team, babe. We want to actively communicate right now. Yes. But right it's like, it. it's a card you can pull like, yeah. About, yeah. are you respecting the crown first right now or, or not? Oh, draw four ass. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's a good point. Okay. I have been swayed because yeah. I was ready to vote no until you answered that last question. Word. So I vote yes. New yeah. unwritten principle is what was it? Babe? Take nothing personally. Take nothing personally. Take nothing personally. I have a syntax question. Ooh. Is it take nothing personal or ah. is it take nothing personally? Is take nothing personally like the meaning don't take anything oh. yourself? And does take nothing personal actually characterize what we're trying to say? Ooh. I think you're right. I think it's take nothing personal. Take nothing personal. We will personal. Google it after this. Yes, we but will. I'm officially saying I think it's take nothing personal. I'm going to yeah. ask my grandma. You know grandma knows what She'll it know. is. She yeah. knows word things. Okay, let's close this thing out. I want to finish this like we did the last one. Do you remember how we finished the last one? I remember one? this time. Thank you, good. <laughs> okay, can you go first? I can go what first. What is your song for this week or today? My song, oh man, come on, you didn't have to add today in because when it <laughs> today is in question, that's different. I'm gonna do the week. Okay, I'm do, the week. do the week. Do the week. My song for the week is Young Thug and Gunna Hot. What song it's is that? It's a mumble rap classic. Oh, of course. That's yeah. why I don't know it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that is how my week, everything was hot. I was jugging <laughs> all week. You up was until like it. Wednesday, Thursday. We was getting, getting <laughs> shmoney. <laughs> everything litty. I love when it hot. I yeah. can't with you. <laughs> Go play that. Okay. So cool. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is so much more boring than yours. Okay, so mine is Try by Jill Scott. Of course, it's a Jill Scott song. And it's a song about, like, you have to always give everything your 100% effort. Because this was a hard work week for me. This was tough. And I had got into a place, like, I just said last week, like, I'm good on career. And I had this whole new obstacle. Mm -hmm. And I, I realized I have so many things that I need to improve on and develop. Word. So I go back to my Jill Scott to remember that nice. I just have to keep trying and never stop. Nice. And be hot. And be hot. <laughs> See, they mean the same thing. They just saying mm, it differently. You could say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that is episode two, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Yep. Yeah. Peace, guys.